Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, guys. Banged up with Bruce Oldham. Damn, 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 damn. It's been a time since we've been here. I think um, almost like four months. Crazy season. Obviously needed to shift focus to other things that were important in my life, aka skiing, YouTube, other content, working with brands, stuff like that. But we have a huge podcast guest coming up in a little bit, a little over two weeks now. So, you know, your boys got to get back on the podcast ground and get back into it. A secret, but I'll drop the first name, Stephen, Stephen Coulter. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, a famous author, blah, blah, blah. Don't know why he wanted to be on a podcast with me, but he did. So, you know, here we are. Got to get some reps in before that happens. And the reps of this podcast is going to be a little recap of the season so far. So for those of you guys who don't know who I am, maybe it's your first time listening to the podcast. Maybe um, you came in from Instagram or whatever. Name's Bruce, obviously Bruce Oldham. Um, and freestyle skier, do some MMA. Had a couple of MMA, amateur MMA fights. Uh, also run ultra marathons, and do online coaching for skiing as well to supplement my career and also help you little guys out with uh, learning corks, learning tricks, all that good stuff uh, for a reasonable price. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But um, this year was crazy. Last year, um, I had did a recap. Last year, we did, I think I did like 18 contests for skiing. It was insane. I had like bruised slash fractured heels all year. And uh, this season was kind of the opposite. This season was very much like I only did three contests, which is kind of a bummer because the plan was to do five minimum. Uh, obviously, one got canceled. And then the other one, the last one I had to pull out of due to a staph infection in my knee. But we'll get to that later. It was like two weeks ago, week, little over a week ago, back moving, back walking, not really running yet, not really skiing yet, but hopefully by the end of the week. Um, yeah. Anyway, so started off the season, I, uh, brought on a new, a new face to the team this year. The first face to the team this year. His name's Robbie, the flying Englishman on Instagram. If you guys don't know who he is, go check him out. He does some of the most insane follow cams. Really nice dude. Really smart dude. All that good stuff. Um, and he is here to help me with the YouTube channel. And the goal this year was to grow the YouTube channel and to grow the coaching business alongside competing and progressing my skiing abilities. I would like to say we did that and we did do that um, to a certain degree. Obviously, the I, I have very high standards for what I want to be met and we didn't quite meet any of them the way I wanted to. So obviously, down the line and in the future, I'm going to Maybe I'm gonna have to push a little bit harder on myself and everybody else uh, to make those make those things happen the way I want them to. And obviously, you know, some things are unrealistic, but you don't set goals that are realistic or achievable. You set goals that are unachievable. You set goals that are unattainable because that's where you want to get to. I don't want to do what somebody else has done. I don't want to be what somebody else has done or anything like that. I want to, you know, you don't want to go further than what's been done. You want to push the envelope, push the boundaries. Push what you're capable of. And I mean, if you set super high um, realistic goals or unrealistic goals and you strive for them, eventually you're going to get close or, you know, come close to them or make them happen. Either or. Anyways, uh, with that being said, we grew the YouTube channel crazy this year up to like 22K from like 10K, which is awesome. Had our first uh, couple hundred thousand views on the channel. Like in a singular video, we had like, I think we had two videos do over 100k this year. A couple do like 70 and 80, which is awesome. And obviously, uh, was really surprised to see like YouTube ad revenue coming in. It was pretty cool to, to see that. Uh, haven't had any significant level of like YouTube ad revenue in a while, which is nice. Um, and then 
What was that? Where was I going with that? Yeah. Uh, so YouTube channel was great. It was awesome. We did a lot of park tours and stuff this year. Did some vlogs. We got a ski with Steep Steep. Got a ski with a bunch of other crazy people. And so this comes back to the beginning of the year where I decided to change from Vertica to Dope Snow. Uh, honestly, it was a little skeptical at first just because like very happy with the guys at Vertica and Dope Snow is kind of... Uh, you know, it's a it's a brand that's really starting to break into the main scene of freestyle skiing and make a name for themselves. But I can say by far the best choice I've ever made in my ski career was joining Dope Snow. The guys there, the team there, the skiers there, the everybody everybody there is just absolutely fantastic and um, some of the best people to hang out with, spend time with, and they really do care about the athletes more than any other company I've ever worked with, and have provided so many opportunities this year. So for that, I'm very very grateful. Uh, right off the bat, we drove across Canada, me and Robbie. We skied filming uh, YouTube videos and skied park uh, probably for like a month and a half in the open resorts out west. So like four days, three days of driving out west from Ontario and then hanging out there for a month or two. And then we got the call. Uh, oh, we also skied with Steep Steep at Big White before we did that. And then the Dope Snow guys called us up and they're like, hey, do you want to come out to Europe uh, and film for a week with you, Steep Steep, and a bunch of other riders. Obviously can't say no to that right before, uh, right after Christmas. So we drove all the way back across country, hit up the Edmonton World Cup Big Air, which is insane, the stadium Big Air. Video's up on the YouTube channel if you guys want to check it out. That was absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, it's really cool to see big events like that getting put on in Canada, especially for, um, for action sports like this. It's kind of hard to figure out how you market them or how you, you know, get enough people to come to really make it worthwhile to put these events on year after year because... It's not easy to host an event for snowboarding or skiing and have the general population understand what's going on, especially big air events. But I think an example of somebody who does this very well is the big air cooler event they do every year. It's like a big music festival, and then they have also freestyle um, skiing and snowboarding, big air event, World Cup big air event, uh, stadium big air at the venue as well. And I think it's a really good way of integrating both and makes it appealing to the casuals other than just like just snowboarding and just skiing. Hopefully we see more of that in the future. Um, and then, yeah, we drove all the way home, flew out to uh, Europe with the boys, and it was an insane, insane trip. I'm sure you guys have already seen some of the videos on YouTube. They're on my channel, Steep Steep's channel, but it was an absolute best. It was one of the best weeks of my life. We got to drive down the Autobahn in an Audi going like 200 plus. It was pretty sick, and everything was just amazing. It was so good to get to know everybody at the team at Dope Snow, and amazing trip. Came back from that, did more skiing. I guess kind of from there on out, it's just been a crazy, hectic mash of, of trips. Went to Mexico, went to pretty much every resort in Canada. It's pretty hard to keep tra track of them all this at this point. But then we went to Copper Mountain, filmed a bunch of stuff at Copper Mountain, had a contest there, first contest of the year. Hadn't really skied any park. or bare I think I did like two doubles before the contest. The whole winter season, which is completely opposite of what normally happens for me. Normally, I spend the first half of the season or first month or two of the season just grinding park. And I actually spent it grinding content and YouTube stuff this time and skiing a bit of like actually mostly backcountry and just on piste, on mountain uh, stuff. So going to the contest with very little preparation was interesting, but it was fun nonetheless. I ended up squeaking my way into finals and getting eighth with kind of a botched run. So that was pretty pretty good. I was pretty stoked with that, to be honest, because, I, again, I hadn't skied much park, and it was like coming in on two days before it and like trying to figure everything out. But uh, that was a lot of fun. And then we came home. Did we come home? Yeah, we came home for a week in between that, filmed some other stuff for Dope Snow and a couple other companies, 
Then we flew back out to Aspen for Aspen Open in Noram, which is always fun. It's on the X Games course. The X Games course this year was insane. Oh, no, we went to watch Megan's X Games. I went to watch Megan's X Games. That was the most insane thing ever. First of all, we I don't know how I forgot this. Um, from there, we flew to Australia because Megan called me and she's like, hey, I want to be the first girl to do a, a triple. How do we get this done? She's like, I need to do a couple more in airbag. I've only done like one or two and like, you know, they're 50-50, not sure if that's going to go. So we need to do one on airbag. The only airbag that was open and big enough was in Australia, completely on the other side of the world. So Megan booked flights for me, her uh, coach and everybody. And we, we flew across, uh, flew across the pond, across the globe to Australia and went to work. Megan, I've never seen Megan so motivated. And so just, she's dialed in. Megan's dialed in. You guys know who Megan is? It's my sister. Um, super super talented freestyle skier but she's just dialed in goes there and just gets to work training and right off the bat like we lost all of our ski bags and stuff so we were trying to rent like skis from like a kid's rental ski shop in jindabyne in the summer which is like you know there's not much stuff there but uh figured it out found enough stuff gear to get the job done and yeah just watched megan go to work i trained myself and helped coach her and she by the time we left after like 10 days she had trip 14 mute pretty much on lock plus a couple new tricks flew straight home and headed to headed to x games um x games for megan this year was insane she wanted to be the first girl to do a triple and she wanted to do it at the biggest event of the year do it in front of the crowd there's no point in doing it you know you you can do it we talked about it. you can do it um in the summer maybe at new zealand on a really big jump or you can do it at a training camp somewhere but there's nothing like doing a world's first for your first time at X Games under the lights in front of thousands and thousands of people in competition. Like That's absolutely mind-blowing and insane. Uh, so we went out there. She was training. Uh, Robbie got to film the X Games, which is awesome. We got some sick behind-the-scenes X Games videos and stuff. And like it was really cool to just be part of it, hang out in the athlete's tent, go up the hill, check out the course, follow some of the other athletes, like some of the best people in the world, Jesper, Fabian, all those people, it was really insane, and I'm just sitting at the bottom watching, hanging out with everybody, it was it was a great time, and obviously, Big Air came around, Megan stomped, triple 14 high mute, like, took her, like, two, three tries, but, I mean, the first two were pretty much, it just couldn't quite ride out clean, and the perseverance for her to go up and do a third one, and stomp it perfectly, get a perfect 50, first female ever to get a perfect 50, um, I think only the third or fourth person ever to get a perfect 50 at X Games, which is insane, do world's first, and then to go out and do another trick and win the overall event for a big air, get first place, do a world's first, and then to carry that momentum into slope style the next day, we were talking about it, and it's like, Megan, I have a feeling you're going to double gold here, and she's like, maybe, and of course, she comes out to slope style, just dominant performance, landing like every run, and taking home first in both events, that was absolutely insane. From there, I, like I said, I had Aspen Open. I went out to Aspen Open. It's on the same course. Um, rails were insane this year. They're super tech. They were really fun. Close together, closer than you think. And then it was a four jump course with two uh, shark fins and two jumps. Obviously, you guys watch X Games, you know that. Uh, it was really fun. I put together a great run. I was feeling good. Ended up third overall in the contest, which was awesome. Stoked with that. Second contest back, you know, had a couple more miles of park skiing under my belt, so that was good. And then came home and just started grinding out some more filming youtube content this year has really been like the the year of like content uh working with brands and trying to figure that stuff out and you know moving forward in that direction as well as progressing my skiing don't get me wrong my main goal is still competition and progressing my skiing 
the last thing you, you know I want to do as as an athlete and as an individual is become known as that guy that creates videos but is just mediocre at the sport or something like that. I want to be like, this guy's one of the best, if not the best, in the sport, and he also does the social media, the other stuff, all that, you know, no, 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 the podcast with you guys, hanging out with you guys, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, trained, did my to maximize, stomped triple for Megan, a little trip 14 high mute on my own, and then did a couple other tricks, did some switch 18s, did some, uh, learned some new ones, I also hit a Whistler trip in there as well, and a Cuba trip, it sounds so like, trip, 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 but I pretty much blew every single penny I had this year just going either skiing on or on trips with my uh uh yeah with my my friends and uh and family and stuff like that but you know you only live once so you might as well might as well enjoy it um and then we went out to Quebec for the last contest of the year I'm kind of like you know speed running through the whole whole season but it is what it is uh went out to Quebec for the last contest of the season was going super well training was going super well slope style uh first day of training i actually smoked my uh smoked my knee off the beginning of one of the rails which which was like you know it was very painful thought i like might have like cracked my kneecap or something like that but it just bruised pretty bad cut open whatever um went back out skiing trained the rest of the day trained two more days then had slope style uh qualities and finals ended up making finals and Ended up winning the la- the whole event with my last run, which was awesome. So it was first place in slope style, which at the Noram, which was you know for me it was it was huge. I was really really excited about that, and I was coming into coming into uh, Big Air the next day, uh, first overall in the Noram rankings, which you know for me it was a pretty big deal because if you stay first overall in the Noram rankings, you end up winning the Noram overall. You get full World Cup spots for the next season, no matter what anybody says. And that was kind of the goal we set out for this year. Um, and since one of the ca- contests in Mammoth got canceled, it all came down to big air, that event. So I was going in first, but obviously there's a bunch of people. We were all really close. And uh, I had to at least get a top four to secure it, no matter what. A top five or top six would have done very well as well um, maybe got me second maybe still have been in first depending on who did what no 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 and definitely like an event that I could have gone and podiumed or done very very well and like that was the plan but I woke up the next morning and my knee was just like three times the size and I couldn't even bend it or move it at all I tried everything I could do to uh, to get to compete in big air went to the ho- doctor the doctor like drained my knee did all the stuff checked it out turns out I you know it was infected pretty bad and he recommended I couldn't I didn't ski at all I tried to ski tried to get into the competition but because I was with the doctor getting my knee drained to even be able to like hobble around I missed my heat so I couldn't switch into another heat and obviously couldn't compete and then I drove all the way back home after the big air event and uh got home and I was I was uh it was getting worse it was getting a lot worse the swelling was really bad to infection and redness looked like it was spreading as well I went into the hospital and they're like oh my god you need to like stay here overnight anyways ended up on IV for like two days in the hospital spending the night in the hospital um getting rid of this getting rid of this infection I ended up having staph and strep infection in my knee and it spread almost up my entire leg which is a good thing I went to the hospital and got it fixed and checked out and yeah that's about where we're at now it's been a week since then I'm walking and moving again kind of ashamed to you know get injured by something like an infection um but you know it is what it is at least it's not as serious you know you're gonna be back in no time just put out an audi nines uh 
an Audi 9 submission to get into the event this year, which is coming up in two weeks. Uh, made the first cut, waiting to hear about the second slash final selection for Audi 9s. That would be insane. So maybe by the time this podcast comes out, the next podcast comes out, your boy might be going to Audi 9s. She might not be. If not, we're going to Whistler to spend the rest of the season. Anyways, with all that being said, this is a little recap of the of the season so far. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed you guys can send me DMs with all your questions about things you want me to talk about on the podcast over Instagram. Instagram's probably the best. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to you know get back into the hang of things, talking on the microphone, getting give you guys a little update, I guess, as well. It's always good. But yeah, with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a great season. And I will catch you on the next episode of the pod. And stay tuned for our guest who's coming in. I'm really excited about that. All right, deuces.